Hey, this is your host, Kyle Gorman. And before we get started today, I want to share with you a free resource that we have created to help you develop your leadership skills. And basically what this is, it's the four strategies that great leaders use to increase retention, to build loyalty amongst their team, and ultimately to help them lead high-performing teams. You can get this free download at theemployerblueprint.com backslash great leaders. And this is completely free. Also within that is a wonderful offer for our online training course. But I want to encourage you to check out theemployerblueprint.com backslash great leaders to get your free download today. Welcome to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. You hear me talk often about building a high-performing team and the value of that and the benefit of that and how to do that. Part of building a high-performing team is having a team that is self-directed. One that can work autonomously, that doesn't need you to micromanage everything that's going on, that doesn't need you to manage the day-to-day. They know how to get the job done. They know how to do it the right way. And believe it or not, sometimes they'll figure out how to do things even better than you did them if you give them the freedom to do so. Today's guest has been through that. He's experienced that. And he's going to share with us uh, how to build a self-directed team and uh, what the, the impact, what the value and the benefit of that actually is. So I really look forward to having him share some of this because that's a, such a big part of what, what we believe in and, and what we want you to understand is the benefit of this high-performing team. And part of being a high-performing team is that they are self-directed and they don't need you to be involved in every single day-to-day moment of the business. So really look forward to uh, Grant sharing this information with you. Uh, I want to encourage you to hit that subscribe button. And uh, certainly if you have any questions or if there's a topic you'd love to hear more about, uh, I would love for you to send that information to us. You can reach out to us at podcast at employerblueprint.com. Well, thank you for joining us this week on the Employer Blueprint podcast, Uh, and I cannot tell you how excited I am uh, about the guest that we have today. Um, Sort of a kindred spirit, and and as you all often hear me talk about the importance of culture in the business and um, finding good people, the the challenges that go along with finding uh, great people and getting them into the business and then leading them appropriately once we found them. Uh, and so our, our guest, Grant, is uh, uh, an expert in this space as well and has some great information. So really looking forward to it. Grant, first of all, thank you so much for joining us this week on the show. And as we jump in here, um, walk us through your history and journey and kind of catch us up to how you got to where you are now. Oh, yeah. Um, honored to be here, Kyle. I'm honestly excited to have this conversation with you as well. We were able to chat a little bit before hit and record, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the journey that 
uh, I went on is probably similar to many other business owners. Um, I found a need in our community and I did everything I could to, to fill that need. And um, I found a unique way to fill that need. Um, and as a result, my business grew. Um, I uh, was ex- skilled in, in growing a business. I was skilled in, in sales and providing this experience for customers. Um, and it worked. <laughs> and uh, a whole bunch of uh, more customers wanted to come our way, which then uh, required me to hire and hire more people and build a team. Uh, the problem was I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to lead a team. And uh, although I went to, to college and, and uh, majored in business, you know, it didn't necessarily prepare me uh, or prepare me well, give me the proper training or information or the tactics or the know-how mm-hmm. uh, to, to create a culture of self-directed uh, employees uh, that that could handle the day to day stuff, so that I could continue moving forward and growing the business. Yeah, and and um, your business. Let's talk about that just a little bit. So you're in the financial services industry, um, yep. with uh, with um, uh, and and I think one of the things that's a bit unique is that in talking to you a bit, your focus is obviously it's on helping your customers. I mean, that's the cost of entry, but it really is more of a global focus of, or, or, or a, um, a global stance of um, creating value for your customers and helping them through more aspects than just simply, um, you know, investing their money or providing risk management. So tell us a little bit about the company and how you've integrated all these different aspects of financial services under one roof. Yeah, so the company name is called Stewardship, and uh, at Stewardship, our kind of tagline is, uh, we offer home loans, insurance, and investments with wisdom and love. So we're helping people with uh, getting home loans um, for uh, purchasing a home or refinancing their current mortgage. We do insurance from the property and casualty side, which is the auto and the home, the umbrella and the business, commercial insurance. But then we also do the... Um, life and health and accidental death stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're doing the investment management and financial planning as well. So basically, we we can help uh, people with pretty much every area of their finances other than actually filing, filing their taxes for them, which is coming <laughs> soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, well, good, yeah. Um, so that's kind of what our business is. And, and really, uh, the need that we fill in our community is... Um, put in this way, you know, most of our customers are, are probably smart enough and savvy enough to get a mortgage on their own online or invest their money on their own online. And you can mm-hmm. do that now with the way technology is. But um, our customers don't want to spend their time doing that. Uh, they want to be awesome parents. They want to be an amazing spouse. They want to focus on their career and control the controllables, which is their income. Mm-hmm. And they know that if they are focusing on their income, focusing on the things that are most important to them, they can stay in their lane and have a wise, trusted advisor come alongside them to help them with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only execute the home loan insurance and investments for them, but do it in a way that's customized to their needs and going to be executed in a more efficient way. Mm-hmm. You know, by far and away, the best rates on the loans, by far and away, the best coverage and pricing on the insurance, by far and away, the best uh, investments that are managed to not only have good return, but to be aligned with their goals and aligned with their um, 
ethos, who they are as a person, making sure that the investments that are there are aligned with with things that they agree with in life. You know, they're not supporting companies that are out there doing things that they don't want to be supported. So um, that's that's a kind of what need we're filling in the community and uh, how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I really like that, you know, being able to, to put all of these different areas under one roof and to have experts in each of these spaces. Um, mm. and, and to that point, so um, your team has grown quite a bit, obviously, as you, uh, you know, in starting the company and, and um, as you've seen that evolution, you know, you, you just talked about that you know, you go to business school and uh, you start to understand sort of the X's and O's of business. Um, but the one thing that's hard to learn in a classroom is uh, how to hire, uh, how to relate to, how to lead um, personnel and people and, and understanding this human aspect to business. And so um, that's something that has become kind of a priority for you. Um, was there a was there a moment in your kind of business experience or in this entrepreneurial um, um, world that you lived in that you realized, hey, this is something I need to really make sure I'm paying attention to, that I have to be intentional about the people aspect of my business as opposed to just, I've got a great business concept here and now I'm going to have to hire people just as a, as a necessity? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think they kind of happened at the same time, the necessity piece, but then the also that necessity required me to look in the mirror and say, man, um, I've got to get good at this. I've, I've, I've got to get good at, at not only finding talent, but making sure that I'm leading them well uh, so that our culture can can thrive and, and uh, continue to perpetuate the growth that I've poured so much time and energy into trying to create. Um, it happened when... Um, Basically, like I said, I was doing everything to, to grow the business. Things were happening. Customers were coming in our door like crazy, and we were we were overwhelmed. It was a very small team. There was only about four of us, and I was extremely overwhelmed. And um, in that overwhelm, one of my employees decided that uh, he wanted to quit. Um, and he didn't want to quit because he wanted to go work somewhere else in the same field. He actually uh, wanted to go be a missionary in Thailand and him and his wow. wife were going to move across the world uh, to fight the sex trafficking trade. Yeah. And um, I went from extremely overwhelmed to holy crap, how, how do I manage all of this? Because 25% of my workforce just left and he was very, very good at his job. He was making an unbelievable living for what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing great. Um, the, the, the problem is I wasn't motivating him correctly mm. and I was not um, you know, putting in within him all proper hierarchy of kind of how our brains work. And yeah. he sought that out at a different location. Um, so one of the things that I believe is that uh, people are not motivated by just money alone. Right. Uh, money's important, but but really um, through study after study after study, it has been proven that money is really only the, the fourth most motivating thing. Right. And uh, there's three other things that are more motivating than that. Um, and the most motivating thing, number one, is, is purpose. Yeah. Uh, people want to do work that matters. People want to make the world a better place. People want to be unified with a team of other people doing things to make a positive impact on their community. And although the work that that employee was doing was was that, it, it really did matter. I mean, he was giving people home loans, helping people achieve home ownership, giving them a cornerstone of their personal financial picture and doing it in an unbelievable way with by far and away the lowest rates in our state. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing a good job leading him to that purpose. 
Like I had that purpose internally myself, but I wasn't perpetuating that throughout my culture and communicating that to him in my leadership style. Mm -hmm. So he felt his job was meaningless. So what did he go do? He moved across the world to find meaning and do something that he felt, you know, was extremely meaningful, which obviously is right. uh, in, in, in finding the sex trafficking trade in Thailand. So um, that lead me, led me to really look in the mirror and like, man, what am I doing wrong here? You know, I'm paying this guy well and what's going on. And I just dove into, you know, every, with everything I had and studying um, kind of how the human brain works and really yeah. being an anthropologist or social science scientist, if you will, and doing everything I can to, to, to try and make my leadership and my, my company culture better. Yeah. But, and I'm going to tell you, you know, Grant, what I really love about this is um, I, I think that there's a, a misconception out there in business that, that those two concepts of our work and our cause, um, our purpose are, uh, are, are uniquely divided. But in reality, you know, even with what you're doing, as, as you say, it, you can take it one of two directions and your employees can see it in one of two ways. They can either see this as, yeah, this is a great job. We're providing home loans and some risk management and making sure people are financially comfortable and, and stable and secure. Um, or look at the impact that we have on people's lives here. The way that we're able to put more money in their pocket, that they can give more, that they can invest in their families, invest in themselves more. I mean, there, there's two different perspectives of this that even within our work, we can, we, we can provide a purpose for people, but we have to be intentional about how we're going about that because otherwise it is just a job, a company, people are coming in. But we all have businesses that are, you know, because there's a need in the market. And so if we can figure out what's the need that kind of, that's the foundation of this, you know, and, and uh, in my world, you know, from a recruiting and hiring perspective, well, yeah, there's a need for companies to find good people. But beyond that, it's this need for, you know, what we talk about all the time is the freedom to business owners because they get shackled to their business. They get, they get frustrated with the challenges that they're constantly facing. Um, they're, you know, they've made bad hiring decisions and that adds stress to their personal life and their family life and their business life. And so there is a greater purpose to what we're doing. And what I love about what you've done is you recognize I've got to make sure that my employees understand the greater purpose that we serve here. It's not just simply to make sure that our P&L has a nice, comfortable bottom line. Um, and, and I know in order to do that, one of the things that you've got to be intentional about is the culture that you are creating within the business. And you actually took that to the next step because through all of the things that you've learned and you've studied and, you, and you've taken the time to really invest in yourself, you've actually put out some content to help others understand those same things, understand kind of the culture of their business and how that relates to their hiring practices. So you want to dive into that just a little bit and, and tell us um, what that looks like and maybe some of the steps, some of the, the kind of the tips and tricks that you've learned along the way. Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. And you know, you're, you're hundred percent accurate in that um, it's, it's a narrative that you have to invite people into. Um, you have to uh, be very, very intentional about this purpose. Um, the, the truth is if your business isn't genuinely making an awesome impact on somebody somewhere, mm -hmm. it's probably not going to do very well. True. So a lot of times it just takes us being intentional about searching for that narrative and then communicating that narrative. So for us internally at stewardship, ours is to love people through finances. 
And the reason why that's important is if they do not get loved in their finances, there's a chance that they can go somewhere else and somebody else is going to put their commission ahead of the customer's needs. Right. It happens all the time in finances where somebody tells somebody a terrible investment just because it has a great commission and then they'll qualify for the trip to Puerto Rico that summer, you know, right. or right. They, they, they put them in a really bad mortgage that's not necessarily aligned with some of their goals or, or put them with an insurance carrier that's going to help them with their bonus rather than give them the best possible coverage that they need. And then it adds financial stress to the families. And we know that finance stress, money fights is the number one cause of divorce. That's we know right. that finance stress, money fights is one of the big things that can damage parent relationships with children. Like you see this narrative that I'm talking about creating, right? Now it's invoking emotion and that people are then going to come to the office every day together with the team like, yeah, we got to love people through finances because if we don't, it's going to make an impact on our community negatively. So let's make a positive impact together, you know, and, and that has been the cornerstone of the, the company culture that we have. And that's the biggest thing I think people need to need to work on. And, you know, we've, we've done some things here at stewardship and, and, that have, uh, as we, we do make an impact on our community and the numbers kind of grow, other businesses or trade groups or associations, they'll end up, you know, they just give you awards and different things, right? right. Uh, we're, we're winning 5,000 fastest growing company in America. Mm-hmm. Um, we've uh, won awards like top 1% production in the country, top, you know, 20 in the country, all these different things. So what happens is then people start asking me to come speak at their events. Like, Grant, how are you doing this? What's your success? And every time I'm like, well, it's the people, it's the people, it's the people, right? Yeah. Because if, if it's just me, and even if it's just me and like a small handful of, of teams, if I'm still working in the business every day, the day-to-day operations and not on the business, if I don't have a team of self-directed people or hired, like you said, mm-hmm. I, I'll hit a ceiling. And I yeah. did hit a ceiling. You know, I'm not going to be able to grow and continue to make the impact that I want to make. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the team of people that that I am uh, have brought alongside of me that are right. behind me that are working hard that that have given us that success. That's what I always talk about. Well, the next thing I know, I've kind of looked at my calendar and my my personal assistants like Grant. We're, we're unable to get as much done because you're speaking at events too much. We, we've got to really scale this back. And I'm like, man, I really like helping these people. What can I do? And she's like, well have you ever heard of, of creating an online course? And I'm like, oh no, I never really heard about that. So I did, I did some research and earlier this year, I created an online course for to help people with their company culture. And the cool part was, is it allowed me to do more than just speak at an event for, you know, an hour or whatever, but it allowed me to take the, the resources, the PDFs, the guides, the step-by-steps, the walkthroughs of the things that I'm actually doing in my business. Mm-hmm. And then people can get into this course and they can copy and paste it into theirs. Right. Um, so yeah. And then, then from there, somebody, somebody who worked for a publisher took the course and then they reached out to me and like, Hey, you should probably write a book. And I'm like, what? And like, yeah, you know, we can, we can take it at least one of these modules and, and, and turn it into a book. And, uh, yeah. so that's what I did. And then about a month ago, the book published and went live and it's an Amazon bestseller in six different categories in business. And yeah, those, those are some of the resources I have and that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, that's amazing. And that, that is wonderful. And I love that you, um, made the decision to, you know, give that, give that resource, get that information out for free, um, you know, really speaks to uh, so much of what I picked up and getting to know you here a little bit is just that desire to help, 
um, help others. And, and uh, you know, we oftentimes, we spend so much time investing in ourselves and learning these things. Um, and then we know others that could use the same information. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not oftentimes that difficult for us to just provide that information to them for free to say, hey, I'm going to save you the, uh, you know, thousand hours it took me to become, you know, an expert in this space. Let me give you some of the uh, the key pointers. So I think it's great that you've done that to help others. Um, one of the the things that you've mentioned a couple of times that I, I really want us to dive into here is this concept of self-directed employees. Um, my audience, you know, they've heard me talk about one of my key principles of leadership is autonomy and giving autonomy, where we're giving people the freedom to uh, succeed. And then more importantly, we're giving people the freedom to fail. Um, and, and you talk through some of this and, you know, there's, there's a process to, to creating uh, and encouraging employees to be self-directed. So what do you mean by self-directed? Let's start there and make sure we're all on the same page. And then what are some things that we need to do as leaders in our organization to help um, create a culture of self-directed employees? So the heart of every business, again, is, is finding needs and filling them. And what I want is a team of people who are willing to, to stop at nothing to continue to not only look for those needs, but look for unique ways to fill them and fill them well, mm-hmm. uh, to fill them with a ton of innovation, to fill them in new and exciting ways, to create an experience for consumers that is greater and better than they would get anywhere else. At my company, there's not a checklist of, hey, make sure you do just these things for each customer. Like, sure, we have that checklist, but there's no ceiling on it. We want to create the best experience possible, and that can't get done without self-directed people. I don't want my team waiting around, twiddling their thumbs, waiting on cues for me to tell them when to act. Mm -hmm. And that leads into the other parts of the motivational framework. Again, money is number four. A unified purpose is number one. But the two that are between that are freedom autonomy, as you mentioned, everybody Mm -hmm. wants freedom, feeling like we're being enslaved and that we're going to a job that puts shackles on us, Mm -hmm. doesn't work and isn't sustainable, but giving uh, your team freedom, giving them trust from the beginning uh, is a really, really big deal because that allows them to learn how to be self-directed because it takes time. And then it allows you as the leader to guide them in that self-direction so that they are acting in the way that they want. The other motivating piece is affirmation. People want to be a master at their craft. People Mm -hmm. want to be good at something. And it's on me as a leader to affirm them in their freedom, to affirm them as they're pursuing this unified purpose and uh, affirm them as they're working to become a great self-directed person. Mm -hmm. And what that leads to is, you know, you can be a a boss or an owner that doesn't have to be in the office all the time. Or you feel like, man, I, I can't leave my business because... I'm the one that all the sales are, are dependent upon because I only trust myself and I don't trust my team to do it the same way I would. Right. Um, well, a self-directed team isn't going to do things exactly the way that you want because they're mm-hmm. all individual people, but they can do it in a way that meets your company needs and standards, but they do it in their own self-directed way that's still unique, still beautiful. And honestly, Kyle, I'm at a point where my employees are better at this than I ever was. Uh, So um, that's what a self-directed team looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I, um, that I try to coach on and help people understand is that um, 
they don't have to do it exactly the way you do it. In fact, many times it's good that they don't do it the way you do it because they're going to be better. And even if they aren't, you know, my, my kind of general rule of thumb is if they can perform at 80% the capacity that you can, um, then that frees you up so much that it's well worth it to allow someone else to do this job, even not exactly the way that you would do it or quite as well as you would handle it. But now that they're focused on it, they're going to develop more over time. And it's amazing to see within teams like this, the way, just as you said, you know, where your team actually performs, uh, you know, there are certain functions, they perform better than you, they, that they, they've, because that's what they focus on. And that's where they've been able to develop. And so you get individual players on the team that um, are better than you as the owner in certain areas of the business. And what an amazing feeling that is uh, to know that the team around you is actually excelling uh, every day in these certain areas that actually are going to, that are going to help the business and are going to provide you more freedom as the business leader um, to either invest in others or to think about, okay, what's the next step for this business? How do we continue to grow and expand? And that oftentimes seems to be the bottleneck that a lot of business owners get in is um, the business plateaus because they're so busy. They don't ever have an opportunity to step back and say, all right, what's next and how do we prepare and how do we build for that? Because they're, they're constantly in the day to day or they're micromanaging every detail. And um, I think that's a great lesson that, that you're helping people understand. And it relates directly back to what the studies continue to tell us is what's actually important to the employees, uh, which is going to create more, uh, loyalty within the organization as well. So then you aren't out. Then whenever you're hiring, you're hiring because of growth um, and not not just simply because of uh, constant turnover and attrition, which can be incredibly costly for the business. Yeah, you know, you're, a word that's in your podcast is entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the real value of every entrepreneur is that entrepreneurial spirit of continuing to find those needs and fill them and fill them in unique ways. Mm-hmm. You can't do that at scale. You can't do that in an unbelievably amazing way. You can't do that uniquely without taking time to work on your business. Look at things from a 30,000 foot view instead of always being in the trees. And yeah. it requires a team of self directed people. You know, there's, there's, there's times where I'll get off stage and people are like, Grant, this sounds great, but what happens if, you know, people end up being better at it than me, then, then, then they'll leave, you know, or, or, or I, I'm, I'm kind of self-conscious because I'm supposed to be better at them than everything. Cause I'm the leader. I'm like, mm. man, you got to get out of your own head. No, yeah. like everybody on my team right now is way better at this than I ever was. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. It feels a, feels great that yeah. they're all doing these things. And I have this crazy confidence that I'm able to celebrate them, celebrate with them. And because within my culture, I give them freedom, I give them affirmation, and I give them a purpose to pursue together, nobody wants to leave. Uh, Kyle, everyone on my team is paid less with me than they would get paid if they went somewhere else. Quite Mm -hmm. literally, uh, because we offer such great deals to our consumers, our clients don't pay us as much as they would pay somebody else for their you know, mortgage or their insurance or investments, right? So everybody knows that if they did the exact same thing somewhere else, they could get paid more, yet nobody leaves. Right. I mean, my, my retention and my turnover is ridiculous. And um, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I'm not worried about them like, 
oh man, they're going to be so good. And then they're going to leave. Like they love becoming a master of their craft and they love the freedom. They love the affirmation and they love the purpose that they get to pursue. So they just want to stick around and, and, and be a career here. Kai, yeah. I yeah. do this thing called the, an employer review uh, where they review me and I take them out to lunch and I ask them questions, you know, about how they're feeling about their job, making sure that I have a finger on the pulse of what's going on in their right. life, but also um, in the community, really exhibiting a genuine care for them. And when I ask them, Hey, you know, what are you thinking? Do you have any other passions that you'd like to pursue outside of work? Or what do you want to do here? You know, what, what, do you want to take a job somewhere else at all? How can I help you? And there, there's people that respond to that like, Grant, I don't care what I'm doing. I'll clean toilets for you. It doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> and that's that's kind of the, how well, that is an example of how powerful the proper motivational hierarchy is. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, I really love that you've created that and that you're sharing that with other people. And um, I think there's a, a lot of lessons to be learned there. Uh, I certainly would encourage people to go check out um, the course that you have uh, at culturecourse.com. And, um, and as you mentioned, it's, it's completely free, which I think is uh, incredible that you are, um, that you're doing that and providing that for people. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, what you've created here in an environment that generally is, has not traditionally been really focused on culture um, the fact that you've created the culture that you have really does speak volumes to to the intentionality that you've had um, in trying to build this within your business. And so I, I really do appreciate what you're doing with that. Uh, and I certainly can understand, you know, exactly where you're coming from when you talk about these employees that, you know, they're focused, like they want to be here. They want to be in this business. This is what they want to do. Um, the the uh, specific job responsibility maybe kind of becomes secondary to that as long as they can be here and with this team and with this group of people and um, the experience that they get from that. And you, you're exactly right. That's one of the things that I talk to my clients quite a bit about whenever we talk about salary scales is that so much of that is dependent. I mean, you can look at how much, uh, you know, what the traditional pay for a particular role is in your industry, in your geographic area. But the other thing you have to look at is what's the value of your business? What, what's the environment or the culture that you um, have created? And especially if you can create the type of environment that becomes what I uh, kind of jokingly refer to as the, the crowded restaurant, you know, everybody wants to get into the crowded restaurant. Nobody wants to go into the restaurant that, that has no one in it. And if you can create that same type of environment in your business where when a job opening comes up, people want to get their foot in the door there, even if that means a pay cut. And, and we've seen clients like that. I've seen businesses like this that, you know, when, when, uh, when we're recruiting for them, people are dying to get into that company because they know the culture and the environment. And it, it rarely has to do with pay. It has to do with other things such as purpose, such as flexibility, such as a, a, a great work-life balance that really teeters more towards life than work. Um, and it gives people this opportunity to be part of a team environment and, and people that they really enjoy being around. When you can create that in your business, um, the recruiting process, the hiring process becomes much easier because you, you are always attracting the talent that you really want to have in your business. And now you can be selective of the types of people that you bring in. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I need to back up a little bit. Um, you mentioned that the course is free. So the, the free portion of my course is just the hiring module. So sure, like I have a, sure. a hiring part that's free. And then the other stuff, the copy and paste resources that I mentioned, there is a cost for it. But to be honest with you, like most of these, I've had many people tell me like, Grant, you're selling this for way too cheap, whatever. But I'm not, this isn't my primary business, right? I'm basically right. just getting right. enough income to pay my tax liability for the other businesses. Yeah. I don't, I'm not uh, trying to become a millionaire from it, but you know, you're hundred percent right. There, there is a ton of value to perpetuating the culture, not only internally, but having it pushed out externally to the community. And when that happens, it is one of the coolest, most encouraging things that can happen to a business owner. Uh, Kyle, I recently posted a job inter- or job posting uh, for a, a very uh, uh, kind of flex time position. It's basically maybe 30 hours a week. The pay was essentially minimum wage plus some merit-based pay. I'm a huge fan of merit-based pay. Oh, yeah. um, and the number of uh, applications that I got, I mean, again, for this very, very, very low paying job, you know, 30 hours a week-ish, I got 80 uh, applications, 80 and I, all I did was just post it one time on social media that it was available. Uh, the, tr- the reality is I have at least one person a week reaching out to me telling me that they want to come work here. Yeah. Um, and it has nothing to do with pay. People are willing to completely change careers, completely move from different parts of the country and take pay cuts because they want to have the freedom that we offer. They want to become a master at a craft and be affirmed by their leader. They want to be a part of a purpose where they're genuinely making the world a better place. We are loving people through finances here every single day. And it's hard work. It takes sacrifice and you have to be selfless. But the cool thing is you get to do it with a team of other people who are pursuing it with you together. And it creates this community that everybody wants to be a part of. Kyle, when people are at, you know, birthday parties or, or other events and somebody asks one of my employees, hey, you know, what, what do you do for a living? Where do you work? They kind of puff up their chest and they get to say, <laughs> I work at stewardship, you know? And yeah. it's, it's a really, really cool thing. Yeah, that is great. And uh, well, that that's wonderful, Grant. I really, um, I commend you on what you've done and, and uh, the the intentionality, you know, I keep going back to that word because you do have to be intentional about it. And, um, and so I appreciate the fact that you've been so intentional about creating that in your business. I think it's wonderful. Um, tell us real quick before we head out of here, how can we learn more about you and the things you're doing and uh, the resources that you have available? Yeah, I'd say probably one of the best things to do is just follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm showing up there every day, doing a post almost every day, and then doing a story almost every day. And the stories that I do are typically related to either finance stuff or leadership and company culture. Um, So I'm trying to give away as much free information there. Um, My handle is at Grant Botma, G-R-A-N-T-B-O-T-M-A. So that's one great way that you can follow me and connect with me there. Um, You can uh, get a copy of the book, The Problem Isn't Their Paycheck, How to Attract Top Talent and Build a company culture that will thrive. That's on Amazon. You can check that out. It's a soft cover, hard cover. There's the audible version as well. Um, and then you can go to culturecourse.com and um, ch- check out the course itself. If you're interested in the free portion of the course, which is the hiring module, you can go to culturecourse.com forward slash hiring, and then you can walk through the free portion of that as well. So yeah. Very good. Good. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Um, Appreciate uh, all of the information. I really want to encourage uh, people out there to to take this 
seriously and uh, to go out and, and look into some of those resources, looking at some of that information, it can really not only change your business, but it can change your life. Uh, mm. You know, we, we sometimes just feel so shackled to our business and the things that are keeping us busy um, that whenever we whenever we focus on these other areas, it, it makes our business stronger. And by doing that, it it gives us freedom to spend a little extra time with family. It gives us some financial freedom that we've been looking for. There's so many positive impacts to this. So I highly encourage everyone to really take some time to take this seriously, check out the resources that Grant has available. And again, Grant, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and share with us today. Yeah, no problem. And Kyle, I got to say something. You didn't ask me to do this, but look, I'm grateful for the work that you're doing and and helping with uh, people, helping people getting staffed and getting hiring done. This is a big deal. Not only me, but I talked to so many people throughout the country. There are time. There was a time where I was shackled to my business, man. I was sleeping at the office. My relationship with my wife and my kids was not what I envisioned it to be. My relationship with my friends and the, the, the philanthropic endeavors that I wanted to be a part of, it was terrible because I was so working in the business, not on the business because I didn't have a team. And the fact that you're out there putting this information out, but genuinely helping people get teams is a big deal. You're making a positive impact on our community. You're making a huge impact on the lives of these business owners. And Kyle, I'm grateful for the purpose that you're pursuing in this and kudos to you and your team for what you're doing with that. So thank you. Well, thank you, Grant. I really appreciate it. We love what we do. We love helping others and, and we love getting to know, uh, you know, great experts in this community with you as well. So thank you so much. I appreciate the, the compliment. Appreciate what you're doing. Uh, hope everyone has a great week. And uh, certainly if you have any questions uh, for Grant or for myself, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit EmployerBlueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit KyleGorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day. Yeah.